Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Las Vegas. Oh yes, that's right. You're in for a special one. Let's go. Rise when I gave the word Now in the morning I sleep alone Sweep the streets I used to own Welcome to a very special episode of Renegade Talk of Las Vegas I used to roll the dice Feel the fear in my enemy's eyes Listen as the crowd would sing Now the old king is dead, long live the king One minute I held the key Next the walls were closed on me And I discovered that my castle That's right Very special episode Thank you, Linda, for that Music Mike, always a pleasure if you're just not tuning in, my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar, and you are in for a great one. That's right, today, today, is one of those special ones. We got an interview, that's right, with self-proclaimed Jesus himself. I did an interview back in January about the world's most popular sperm donor. And that's right, I actually have them. And it's one of those days, one of those days. Yes, we're going to get into a lot, a very interesting conversation. He would like to spread his word and just what's been going on since then. And <laughs> in for a special one. Let's go. Let's go, Linda. Oh, yeah. People couldn't believe what I've become. Revolutionaries That's right, that's right. Thank you, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all the listenership. Also, just don't listen to me. Listen to the very, very crazy and interesting Renegade staff, Renegade Richie, Carl Higby, David Knight, Patty Cakes, Toxic Wise Ass, and a list of many, many more. That's right, I promise you all a special one. And you know, when I promise that, it always happens. And with that being said today, I have a very, very special guest, Cal Gordy. And I'm just gonna bring him on the line and let him share his story. It's definitely amazing. And yeah, let's go. So my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar, and like I promised you all today, I have a very special guest. And I did a show back in January. And yes, 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 I finally have him, the self-proclaimed Cal Gordy. I'm just gonna let him talk just a little bit and give you a brief discussion of what he's actually doing. And Kyle, I know you're there. Yeah, hey, hello. Yes, just let the people know, just, just a brief description about yourself and what you're doing. I am a uh, private sperm donor. I live in Los Angeles County. I've been donating privately for five years now. And what I mean privately is 
I don't use a sperm bank. I have people find me on Facebook. They look me up, my sperm donor name, Al Gordy. Right. And uh, they contact me and then we pretty much donate. Uh, that's pretty much the, the, main, the main topic. Um, I was actually reading and it said that you were maybe kind of saying that you were proclaiming like a modern day Jesus. Was this true or that was just a lot? Uh, you know how the media is. It's usually right. like, you know, obviously they want to make it a story sound good. It was really a uh, recipient, uh, you know, said something like that. Oh, you're like a, a modern right. day Jesus. And I'm like, well, you know, obviously the, the news people are like, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, I guess you could probably say that. Um, but it wasn't like me necessarily uh-huh. going out and being like, oh, I'm this is more like a recipient. And then I was like, you know, that's pretty much what the recipient said. And I pretty much said, you know, I, you could probably say something like that. Right. Um, so. So what actually made you kind of get into this type of, you know, with it being so um, a lot of gray area behind the situation, what made you want to actually do it from this standpoint opposed to going to the actual bank? Well, um, I thought about a bank, uh, going to the bank. I actually used to live next to, well, really close to California Cryobank in Santa Monica. Okay. But um, at the time, I felt like it may be a very cold experience, so I did not apply. And I think I was like... 18 at the time uh-huh. um so i didn't really do anything at that point and then a few years later i realized i probably wasn't gonna have any kids on my own so i decided that i would try to um you know donate privately to couples and help out couples of their you know obviously uh-huh. i'm never gonna have any kids on my own so this allows me to pretty wow. much obviously have kids and then also help out why no kids and of your own I don't have any kids on my own. Um, I do see some of my donor kids though. Um, I've met four of them and I'm probably gonna meet um, two more because I have a mom, she actually texted me a month ago and she wants to, for one of my kids' fifth birthday, is actually the oldest. Uh-huh. He wants. She wants me to um, meet the kid, well, meet the kid again and then also meet his younger sister who I have not met yet. So mm. we're gonna go to a park and go to probably lunch or something. And uh, she really, she's really excited to uh, for me to meet them and take pictures and stuff. Uh, so, you know, obviously that's the thing about me and the difference between me and a sperm bank is like, I give people that option if they want to meet me, right. if they want the kids to meet me, uh-huh. I allow them to do that. And uh, of course, if you don't want to meet me or have me, have me meet the kids after they're born, that's fine too. But a lot of moms want that option. They want right. them to know where they came from. And sperm banks don't allow them to seek their donor out until right. they're 18. But with me, it's just, you know, the kid's one year old and he wants to meet me. Uh, that's perfectly acceptable. So you actually started this back in um, 2014, correct? Was it 2014? I think it was February 2014. Yeah, and it was crazy because the first time I did it, I wasn't really sure how to go about it. Uh, The girl who I talked to, donated to, I thought we had to go through a clinic. Right. And she's like, no, no, I'll bring you like a cup or something. And, you know, I know when I ovulate, so just be ready on this day. And I was like, okay. So she brought a cup. And I think I came back from my college. I think it was right after I got back from my uh college class mm-hmm. and she gave me a cup i went to my room and did it and then i came out with a cup 
And then we think we did it one or two more times in the next few days. And two weeks later, she was pregnant. And I think that was my first time donating. I was like, wow. So then it wasn't really kind of true that you maybe went on Craigslist or that was kind of a different situation? No, I did. I did go on Craigslist. Yeah. Okay. But it's more like <laughs> now it's more like people find me on my Facebook profile. Okay. You, you know, I, I should probably note Craigslist does that section the personal section not exist anymore right if you go there they got rid of it congress got rid of it so technically even if i wanted to go on craigslist it's not possible because they don't have it anymore so now people just find me through my facebook uh i have you know kyle gordy on my facebook uh-huh and since 2014 it's been true that you was it 18 babies or is it more than that? Yeah, I think it's, I actually had a couple more born. So I think I have, I think it was 22, wasn't it? Wait, one, two, yeah, I think it's 22. And then I do have four more on the way. Uh huh. So with that being said, everybody wants to know and definitely want to know, do you actually get paid or I read that you actually don't or is it more so you look at it as charity or? Uh, um, yeah, I don't actually get paid. Um, I do have people cover my travel expenses, like flight in a hotel. Like, like I have traveled to a couple of places. Like I went to San Francisco and that girl actually just gave birth and she paid for my flight in hotel to donate to her. I mean, it, it was great too. I loved it. I actually went saw Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, huh. You know, I, I wasn't just sitting in my hotel all day, obviously right. I actually went to visit, but um, you know, cause donation, you know, maybe an hour of your time, if even that. So right. we donated, I think twice and she got pregnant. And uh, obviously I got to see San Francisco. I think that was the first time I ever been there. So that was um, pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds like it, yeah. So with that, um, I actually read that you, that you're one of your missions is maybe to go overseas and do some work overseas? Yeah, I'm actually, um, I, wa I want to go to Australia in the future um, to donate. I just, obviously, I mean, it'd be a great place. I don't know, um, obviously, if anyone's out there and they want to fly me out to Australia, they can contact me. Um, I am gonna go to I think uh, Colombia in in uh, September. I'm talking to a girl from Colombia, and uh, she, obviously they don't have a. Apparently they don't they don't make a lot of money out there, so she has to save up more money because I think out there they average like four hundred a month or something they make okay. out here. You know, uh -huh. our minimum wage is much more. She, she, she pretty much our minimum wage is much more. So pretty much she has to save up you know, a few months to get the flight and hotel for me to go up there. And also September's cheaper. Uh -huh. So I'm hopefully uh, that happens. Yes, I, it sounds like a very interesting travel, you know. I really want to know, honestly, how do you feel about when, of course, you know, their kids or so they're eventually gonna get older. You don't think like maybe psychologically this is, I mean, what's your take on them getting older and you don't think like so far as emotion wise and you know, they might have to share Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. No, definitely, right, I know right. what you mean. I think it's just like with the sperm bank, um, a lot of times the guys, uh, you know, it's just like with a sperm bank, like your guy has kids and they're like, oh, well, I didn't grow up with my dad or, you know, the guy, because a lot of times they have, uh, now a, mo a lot of sperm banks have known donors where when they're 18, they release their information, uh -huh. but most donors at sperm banks are um, anonymous donors. So they only release their information with their consent. So with me, it's, it's different because 
I think that I give people the option to meet me at any age. And so if the moms want, because it's usually lesbian couples I donate to, I do donate to straight couples, lesbians or singles, but it's mostly lesbians. If mm. the parents want and they want me to meet the kid, I'm totally fine. If they feel like that's going to be good uh, for the well-being, I'm more than happy to meet the kid, be in the kid's life, mm-hmm. go to birthday parties, holidays, really whatever they want. I'm happy to do it. Or, or if they want to wait till they're 18 and they want to find me and get to know me, that's great too. But like I said, we're so much. That's the difference between me and a sperm bank. I um, I give them that option to meet me pretty much whenever sperm banks. It has to be minimum. Uh, the kid has to be 18. Another thing about sperm banks and me is there's been a lot of scandals with sperm banks. Right. Recently, there in the news, uh, they were at uh, Manhattan Sperm Bank. They actually gave uh, uh, bad sperm, like it was. Uh, they didn't do proper genetic tests, so mm. some of the donors had genetic defects, and then oh, there's man. the Zytex scandal. One donor got Zytex got sued for using a donor that they claimed had a 160 IQ, a PhD in neuroscience, when in reality he was a felon. Wow. Uh, he wow. was a high school dropout. Um, so really, it, I think the question is, you know, the the sperm banks should be criticized for really what they're doing. They're right. just trying to make a profit center. I'm doing this for free and saying, hey, you know what? You don't have to use a sperm bank. You could use me and spend the money instead of spending on the bank. You can spend the money for your future kid, like uh, college funds or a, a car when they're older. Something that really benefits them instead of just making a bank billions of dollars. Understand? Do you actually have a preference so far as the nationality or ethnicity of the women that you actually donate to, or? No, um, not really. I wouldn't. I really say I think I donate to anybody um obviously i like them to be obviously financially secure right um obviously i don't want to get in any uh issues in the future where you know potential child support even though there is potential laws in california you never you always want to get on the safe side so i do kind of screen them make sure they're somewhat financially stable interesting enough i think around almost half my kids have been with black moms Mm, so i think a lot of black women seem to uh i don't know what it is i just think black women seem to like me more (laughs) i think that's i think they want like a mitz kid right um i don't really coincidentally you would think like well you're white so you probably donate to mostly caucasian women and that's not the truth i maybe have i think three of my moms are white so Mm. um, it's very interesting people always assume that you know i most of my kids are with white moms which you know is the exact opposite so um it's very interesting right it definitely Um, sounds like it (laughs) how do you feel do you have a certain preference so far as women that you actually would because i read that you actually like you said you don't really look at it as more so pleasure but you have actually had sex with some of these women correct yeah it's not often but like maybe 10 15 percent of the women i do do it naturally with um obviously in that case um obviously um i think there has to be i mean you know how i'm not saying like you you like obviously a, a guy is a guy it's hard to explain you know obviously you're a guy obviously if someone wants to do it with you and in general if you have sex with someone i don't know if you would go with someone you don't necessarily like obviously if i'm having sex with them i have to have some or not true with them it has to be something there um obviously i've had a woman where 
they wanted to do it naturally with me and i said listen i don't i i because I, I like to be upfront and honest i always say listen i don't think i really feel comfortable doing that would you be okay if i did it in a cup mm. um that's usually what i do um it, i don't think anything's wrong with it i think honestly like I, if i physically if i physically cannot do it even if they want me to do that it's just I just, I try to accommodate and say, listen, I can't do it naturally for you. I don't think it's going to be physically possible. Right. Would you be okay if I did another cup? And usually they understand and, you know, they're usually understanding about that. I've had, had women that were like, well, I don't feel like doing it in a cup because they want the kid to be created naturally. They want to feel like right. uh, the kid was born out of, you know, tell the kid, oh, I was born natural, how, how it was. And usually they, they want to do it naturally because they feel like it'll be more effective uh, for getting pregnant. So that's usually uh, their reason. So, um, But for the most part, usually people are understanding. Obviously, they have a right to choose how they want to do it, and I also have a right to choose how I want to do it. Um, I should probably note if someone's using drugs or smoking or they're eating like fast food all the time, I probably won't donate to them. Right. Um, just because I, you know, obviously I want to make sure the kid turned out fine. And someone, if someone's using drugs or smoking right. exactly. or um, isn't isn't stable, like they're not financially stable, I do feel like maybe, I usually what I tell people is if they're not financially stable, I've had this, I actually had a couple few days ago, um, I was talking to her, I said, listen, you know, you guys aren't financially stable right now. Would you, maybe when you're in six months or a year, when you guys get in a better financial position, maybe I can donate to you then because they were both 18 and I just felt like maybe, um, you know, they were telling me that one of them did only one of them worked and she only worked part time. And I was like, yeah, you, you got to get a job. Right. Uh, you got to make sure you guys are stable and then we can discuss really doing donations. Man, it sounds, <laughs> wow, yeah. Actually, we're going to take a small break, and when we come back, we're definitely going to get into the health side of this and just a little bit more personal, but I'm just going to, you know, we just got to pay a few couple little bills, and we'll be right back. I'm with Kyle Gordy, and whew, yes, it's definitely, yeah, I'll be right back. My name is EG, the Urban Scholar, and you are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to break it all Since computer love They want to set it all Like a hotel room I'm checking into you I'm digging like a shovel All the things you do Blunt, do you like to be blunt? Absolutely We don't sugarcoat shit Listen, Listen Monday through Friday 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time You'll hear things you've never heard before Renegade Talk Radio The internet's home for Motown, Soul, and Great Rock and Roll Skypilotradio.com Renegade Talk Las Vegas Welcome back Always a classic, it's always great. Lights go out and I can be seen. Tides that I try to swim against. Put me down upon my knees. Oh, that's right, that's right. Welcome back. That first segment, oh my god, was very, very, very interesting. Have a very special guest, Cal Gordy. And yes, it's huh, 
It's very intense. I have the second segment. I tell you, it, it always gets a little bit interesting, and you know how we do here. Thank you so much, Linda, Music Mike, beautiful staff. Always a pleasure. And with that being said, Cal, we all want to know here at Renegade Nation, what's your take on, I heard you say so far as you might not never actually have kids of your own. So what's your take on relationships and actually women? I mean, what's your type of women and what do you actually want from this situation? Well, um, I, I have nothing against relationships. I just think some people are better suited for relationships. And I think I'm one of those people that is less suited for them. Let me let me give you an example. I think that it's not just me. I think it's a lot of people in my family struggle with relationships. Because I don't think anyone in my family has a relationship right now. Both my siblings are single. Wow. And my parents um, broke up um, a few years into their marriage. Uh, although I, I wouldn't really ever consider them married. I would consider them roommates. Right. <laughs> They're more like roommates because my dad lived in the den oh, the entire okay. time. So really, um, you know, I think my family isn't really suited for relationships. Uh, my parents were together a few years. They had kids and they broke up. That was it. And I think with me, um, you know, obviously I tried to get in relationships. Um, but like I said, I just am not fit for it. And also I'm also considered the fact that I don't want to have issues in the future. Let's say I get with a girl. We have kids. Statistically, we're most likely going to break up. So, and that's going to cause drama for the kids. The parents are going to hate each other usually. Yeah. Um, so, in this case, what I'm doing with donation, we were never together in the first place. So, there's no issue with the woman I have kids with. Like, we're friends. I, I, I could probably say we're friends with a lot of them. We talk a lot. Um, you know, obviously, I've met some of the kids. Right. So, it's really very a joyful situation, I'd say. Um, and so, obviously, if I'm donating and a relationship happens, let's say a girl is okay with me donating, and let's just say a relationship I have no idea how it's going to happen. If it just somehow miraculously happens and a girl wants to form a relationship, I would probably be open to that idea. Um, but obviously they would have to be accepting of the kids I already have and my donating. I don't think I'd ever, I don't know. I may or may not give up donating if I got a relationship. Right. This is something I'd have to consider when the time came. But if it did happen, yeah, I would consider it. You don't really think that Okay, I just want to word this right. You don't really think that... I kind of get exactly what you're saying, but in a way, you don't think that you're maybe cheating yourself from actually having these great relationships with some of the women that you actually, you know, uh, give your sperm to so far as you could actually be with these women and feel a relationship, but you said you don't really kind of want one, but you don't think you're kind of cheating yourself well, out of that feeling? Well, well, <laughs> I, I gotta get where you're coming from. Okay, um, that's what we're, okay. So, okay, so most of the women I donate to are lesbian couples. So okay. I couldn't really get into relationship with the first place, and and I do have kids with single women. It's two single women, but right. both the single women are old enough. Well, one of them is old enough to be my mom. Okay. Um, so, and the other ones, you know, like 10 years older than me. So, these aren't people I'd form relationships with anyways. Like, okay. in general, like, if I was to form a relationship, it'd probably be someone around my age. Hmm. Um, 
So it's more like, you know, it would be more, you know, normal situation, you know, obviously you could go for the whole, you know, cougar situation, right. but you know, probably not likely would happen. It'd probably be somewhere around my age. And in this case, the girls I do have, ki- the kids I, the girls I have kids with are usually in lesbian relationships or I do have a couple straight couples I have kids with and they already have, they're already in a relationship with their, with their partner. So I wouldn't get into a relationship with them anyways. So I don't really think I'm cheating myself. I think it's more like, you know, maybe I think I honestly, I think people that get into relationships and then break up really cheated themselves because now they're in a situation where they have drama with their baby mama or baby daddy. Like right. my parents had drama after they got a divorce. They hated, well, they never actually got a divorce, separated, we'll say. Um, they always hated each other and had drama. And in my case, I have pretty much no drama with my mom. Uh-huh. So do you think that that's still, I mean, would you actually, because I mean, I definitely get it, but kind of on the other side, do you think maybe that from you seeing what you actually kind of went through being young and seeing that to where maybe that actually, uh, that stableness isn't something that you kind of necessarily want? So that's why it kind of, that you feel like that you kind of are helping? Yeah, I mean, I think I kind of, I kind of, what you kind of mean, um, I think I don't, I think the stableness to me doesn't really look stable because the relationships, like my, that I saw from my parents didn't last. The yes, relationship yes. themselves, it doesn't, like to other people, they may be like, well, you should get into a stable relationship. Well, to me, from my point of view, you can't really say it's going to be stable because a lot of times these relationships don't last. So Right. So far as relationships, have you ever been in? Uh, well, I had a relationship. I think my only real relationship was when I was five years old. Um, <laughs> awesome. I had a girl. I had a, a girl I dated for maybe sixteen days when I was like nineteen. But I wouldn't. My friend always said, "No, Kyle, that wasn't a relationship. That was just a fling for like right. two weeks." I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're right. That was. I guess. I guess that was kind of like a fling." Um, so if in general, if you want to say how many relationships I've had, I probably would say none. Like none. Like I would say that are like real relationships. I think. Exactly. So, so you don't think? Okay. So you don't actually think that that might be the main reason why it feels so okay to kind of do this because you, you kind of get where I'm going. So far yeah, as yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you kind of don't have to take that risk factor and actually get into a relationship and knowing somebody and like you said, it's going to kind of end. You don't want to kind of live up to that stereotype. So this is kind of more so of a safe way out. Yeah, I think I think I think you could say that like, you know, obviously you get into a relationship, you break up. I think that there's also that, you know, you get that stereotype like my parents and you have that drama. Um, I also wanna know the I actually have a kid you guys are in Vegas, right? Yes, yes. I actually have a kid in Vegas. Mm, I forgot to mention that and that's actually the mom I get along with the most. Mm. Um, so and we have a great relationship. So I mean, I would say she's my most normal relationship i have um so that right there but we have a very i would say our relationship is stable even though we're not in a relationship with each other i would say we have a very stable and cordial relationship compared to other couples if you consider us a couple we're not really a couple we're just right uh, she's my girl i got pregnant and i'm the donor but you know we have a 
pretty good relationship, I'd say. With that being said, is there any of these um, maybe uh, couples, uh, of course, the ones that are lesbian, not, but um, is there any other couples that actually have parents, so far as the male and the female? And so um, does the male have any problems with this or? Yeah, so there's three couples I have um, kids with. I have actually i have one really close to me that lives really close they're a straight couple and we're actually just tried for number two so we're waiting if she's pregnant with number two right now so she's okay with it she actually did it because her husband um she told me her husband had uh some health issues in his family like i think Uh it was everyone in his family has uh i think it was diabetes so Mm. she was concerned about that um, there's a couple other things I think, but she didn't, we didn't, I, I mean, I don't know. She just said there was a couple other things, but that was the main concern and that's why we did it. And then another couple had a visectomy and, and oh. the guy was also 65 years old. The husband wow. was 65 and the wife was 28. And so she's about to give birth in like a couple weeks. Okay. And then I have another girl and they're on the East coast and the guy couldn't have kids. Mm. Uh, for some reason um, so those are the three couples I go to and for the most part yeah they're okay with it because they wanted to have kids like they understood there was a situation either preventing them from having a kid or if they had a kid there would be a lot of health risk involved with that right I mean with this being so because I mean we all know it's been going on for so far as many years with this so far as the uh, clinics and the sperm actual donating, uh, actual donating. Um, do you feel like that you're maybe actually maybe a chosen person? Because I'm pretty sure it's millions of people that donate, but with with, with you being picked out, so I mean, what's your what's your take on that? Do you feel like that you're actually yeah, chosen? Yeah, I mean, or? I think I think you could say the chosen. <laughs> if you want to say, I could be like the cho- I am Jewish, like, like right, you said, right. they did they kind of call me a modern day Jesus. Um, I mean, I guess in a comedic kind of way, um, I guess you could say you know I was the the chosen one. Um, you know, the spokesperson. Um, I guess you could say. Um, an advocate like you know like an advocate like you know people advocate for women's rights or something I guess you could say I'm kind of like an advocate in a sense and um, I'm just showing people that hey you know there's a you don't have to use a sperm bank you don't have to be out ten twenty thousand dollars and make some doctor very wealthy you can just you know do it yourself I mean I mean you could literally even go to a college campus find a smart young man that and pay him I mean I always I always told people this you know what instead of using a sperm bank go to a college campus offer a kid a hundred bucks I'm sure he'll get you pregnant right uh, go to go to pick a guy go to like the engineering department get in, get him an STD test um, or whatever kind of test you want pay him a good amount of money like a hundred bucks per donation and there you go I'm sure there's plenty of poor, poor college students that if you go there and you just offer them money on the spot they would do it I mean I wouldn't say plenty but I'd say you know of maybe course. one out of 20 and they're broke and they need the money right. they're probably going to do it I mean I understand you're paying them but I mean if you're in the middle of nowhere and you don't all your, your only options is sperm bank and I'm not and let, let's say I'm not feasible I'm not nearby or something or uh-huh. you don't want to pay for my travel to get to you you know that's that's the that's the option I really tell people to go to college campus and 
Right. Ask him. I mean, it may be a little bit weird, but I mean, if you really want a kid, I mean, that's really what you do. Uh huh. What do you have to actually say to all some of the older people that actually come from a different generation that find this actually just so crazy and just out of this world, and really think that you should maybe start re- uh, actual relationship before you have these kids all over the place and all this just craziness? I mean, what do you kind of want to say to those people that just don't like it and just find you, you know, because it's definitely those people that are of out course, there. Of course, of course, I understand, and I actually love the criticism. I think exactly. criticism is good. I always like to take opinions or criticism. I think it's very healthy uh-huh. um, to take it, I and mean, there's only always going to be people that are going to have different opinions. I I could tell them, listen, you know what? I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not doing anything illegal. I get STD tested frequently. I also allow the moms to do any form of testing they want. Like if they want a genetic test, I'm happy to go do it at their cost. Right. I will get a genetic test. I will fly to them on their on their expense. Um, I can. Um, I don't use drugs. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I literally, I spend all my. I spend a, like a fortune on organic food and supplements. Yes. I really do everything what a sperm donor should do. Right. Like. So Obviously, you, you don't want a guy who uses drugs. You want a guy right. who uses healthy and stuff. So, I mean, I would say that, listen, you know what? The sperm banks are doing it. There's scandals with sperm banks. I'm honestly, I'm going to say I'm probably a lot better candidate than a lot of the sperm bank donors. I mean, I'll give you uh, right now there's a guy, he has 114 kids. Look him up, The Bachelorette, the guy on this season of The Bachelorette. Mm. He has 114 kids from a sperm bank. And you want to know something weird? The Bachelor Mansion is, the bachelor mansion is only a couple houses down from me where they film The Bachelor, <laughs> which is funny because I'm like, wow, wow I should have. Wow. If this guy, I, I was thinking, like, man, if this guy can get on The Bachelor, wow. maybe I. I should apply. Yeah, you know, you'll be right you know, next. You'll be next up. I, I, I literally, you know, when they go in the limo and they pull up, I could just walk in there right. from my mom's house. <laughs> my mom's house currently. I could walk there to my mom's house and be like, hey, I'm here for the, the show. And it's like, how'd you get here? Oh, I just walked here. I didn't need a limo. Right. I'm on the street. Because, <laughs> I mean, I think, like, it, 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 obviously, they're going to let anybody in now because they don't want any guy that was a, you know, a power bank donor. So, I mean, if they're going to let him in, then they should, you know, I feel like I have a decent chance now. Exactly. <laughs> um, how does your uh, How does your mom feel? Honestly, like, is she okay with some of this? Or I know she's a uh, she's like neutral. She's not okay or like not. not mad at it. She's more like neutral. Like she doesn't care that much. She's just like, well, these aren't your kids. Yeah, you know that's what she says. She's not their kids. Um, and. Um, that's pretty much it like she's more neutral like she's not like super against it she's like obviously i think in any case she wants me to probably get married but i right, told her exactly i'm not <laughs> you know obviously that's not gonna happen you know we're looking at this situation it's probably not gonna happen but um she she's okay my dad uh well he, he died about four years ago um I'm sorry he was actually okay with it mm-hmm. um he was very cool with it the only thing he didn't the only thing he said the only thing he said, and this is funny, I know people are gonna probably hate him for this. <laughs> he said, oh, they have to be good looking. That's what <laughs> right. he said. I swear he said that. I was <laughs> like, he's like, well, you know, I, it's not like I can necessarily choose what somebody looks like or doesn't look like. I, I'm not a supermodel myself. Like I'm not a Brad super pit. So I, I obviously you can't expect to donate to a supermodel. Um, so um, I just thought it was funny that he brought that up. And he's always like, yeah, they, they need to be healthy and they need to be good looking. Cause he, to him, he's like, well, this is my grandkids. 
and I want I don't want you to mess up our uh, what is that the legacy or what what you know when you have more kids like uh-huh. your your ancestry line or something down yeah. the street like he doesn't want me to he said I don't want you to mess that up Kyle so <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> Um, obviously I didn't really listen to him about that and I think he was kind of being more sarcastic I think maybe he's kind of being on the funny side about it but um, yeah no the, you know he's cool and then my twin brother's cool with it um, oh you have a twin brother yeah I, I don't know if I mentioned that no, he's actually in no. DC uh, that's cool he, you know it works he, you know works right near the, the White House or he works at the White House or something like right near there something like that but that's cool. he um, yeah he's cool with it and he uh, he doesn't have any kids of his own but I think I always told him um, he's gonna come I actually have reach out to that. you I mean are you gonna maybe help him that'd be kind of yeah no definitely I actually have a, a girl that moved to D- near DC they're, they're in Virginia Beach uh-huh. they want to fly me out in December to give them a second kid they have one kid by me but they want a second kid either December or January this coming December or January I said well my twin brother lives right out there why can't he just give you a second mm. kid you know like <laughs> I have one kid with them and my twin brother gives another kid because he lives right near them you know what I mean right. it sounds it's, like it's cheaper. you ever think about maybe starting like a club or like an organization and you know have people that or men that are in the same boat as you and just kind of want to maybe do something feel like like, like a like back. a business like an or like make uh, money or something kind yeah, of thing kinda, uh, i won't say necessarily money because you know that would be the gray area the whole money thing but yeah no i mean i guess you could say like are, is this um i guess one could state like are you are you pimping people out um so you know it is <laughs> right, interesting okay. uh yeah it would definitely be no pimping but yeah. yeah i mean obviously uh, yeah but then i'd have to like stream people yeah and right yeah there would obviously be a lot of cost if i was right. to do, like set up a business and myself and screen them obviously there'd be cost so obviously it'd be a process. if i would yeah i'd have to screen them talk to them i'd have to charge because i'd have to make it a business because i'd be charging i'd be spending time it'd be right. my time my effort exactly. like, if i'm spending hours a day doing it obviously I would need to make money off of it because it would take away from me making money by myself. Right. So you have to consider those factors. Well, at the end of the day, how many kids would you actually like to have out in the world? Um, I don't. I don't think there's necessarily a number. Obviously, I'm not going to have 200 kids. Right. Obviously, of that's not a realistic situation. Right. But you know, 50 kids is you know maybe something. Heck? You know, you, usually with sperm banks, usually they do like California Cryo Bank in Los Angeles. They limit it to 25, 30 families. So most, so realistically, a lot of donors will have around at, at a sperm bank. They'll have 25 to 50 kids if they donate to a sperm bank. So um, I think 50 is probably something if i continue this i'll probably have 50 100 100 may be pushing it mm-hmm. you know who knows but there's no way you're ever going to get to 200 i mean it would be very 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 difficult but like i said 50 to 100 is something that is reasonable and i think it's within the realm of what sperm bank donors have like the amount of kids that they have uh-huh. so that's probably what it's going to end up being yeah that's <laughs> well one of these days, do you, how many kids would you like to actually have so far as the kids that you actually father? I mean, how many kids would you actually want? I mean, honestly, if I could have kids, <laughs> I would say I think any guy would say it. I mean, I think it's kind of, I think kind of jokingly, but I'd have a billion kids. Mm, okay. So, but that's not realistic. I right. mean, obviously I'm not going to have a billion kids, but it, it, you know, it's a funny thought, you know what I mean? It's uh-huh. more like, obviously it's not realistic, but it'd be pretty funny. 
but realistically, I think me personally, I think it'd be, like I said, 50 to 100 realistically, what I think I'd probably want to have or that that is actually realistic. Um, so that's probably what I'm, I'm looking at. Uh, what I'm looking at, like in like, you know, probably by the time I'm 40, I can have like maybe 50 or, you know, or 40 or something. Cause you have to look at, obviously I can't do, I probably can't do this forever. Right. right. Um, so there, ha- there there's going to have to be a, you know, a cutoff age 40 or 50. I, I don't know. I, I have considered when I'm older, maybe what I'll do is I'll travel to people mm-hmm. like probably on my dime, like let's say I'm like in my forties, I probably would, let's say if I go on vacation to, you know, Philippines or something, I, and if there's someone there that needs a donation, I would donate there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be something like that. If I was donating when I'm older, it would be more like when I travel, I would donate probably. And, um, actually get one, I have a few more quick questions. Actually went out to meet the person that you actually had to have the physical contact with that whole situation. I mean, was it what you expected or, you the know, physical, like I don't really want to go into too many like details, but I mean, was it? I mean, worth the the actual time or? You mean like? Um, what do you mean when I physical contact? You yeah, mean like yeah. Naturally, mean, those ones that you actually had the physical contact with. Oh, okay. Was it worth it? Um, I would. I'd say most. I'd say they were. I'd say it was worth it. Okay. Okay. Right. I'd say. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would. I mean, which one would you really prefer? I mean, we kind of know, but I mean, physical is always I mean, better. I mean, let's let's just be realistic. Obviously, a guy's a guy. Obviously. Yeah. If someone's attracted, obviously, if there's mutual attraction between parties, obviously, a guy's a guy. I don't think I could lie and I don't want to lie and bullshit and say, oh, you know, obviously, going to the cup. I'm a guy. It's like any guy. If there's, you know, obviously, I'm mutually attracted to someone, someone's attracted to me. Obviously, I would prefer to do it naturally over in a cup. But obviously, if I'm not, if we're not really attracted to each other, obviously, I would prefer to do it in a cup. So um, I'm just trying to be realistic. Obviously, uh-huh. people are going to say, oh, well, you're doing this for sex or something. Well, no, because I offer to do it in a cup. It's just a guy's a guy if there is something you're attracted to. And, uh-huh. and any unless the guy is lying, they will prefer to do it naturally. Right. I mean, this is a fact. And with that being said, you said that you don't really, so I'm saying, so you, so you don't really have random sex then, correct? No, I don't. Exactly. The only time I have sex is when I donate, which is not very often. Like, I don't do it that often. Like, you may think, oh, you're probably doing it multiple times a month. No, maybe a couple times a year I'll do it naturally. Maybe, maybe, like, it's a few, maybe a few times a year I'll do it. Maybe. And um, like I said, the last person I actually did it with was a girl I already have a kid with, uh, the married girl. So it's, but before that, it's been a long time since I've done it naturally. So um, it's not very often. So, you know, I mean, so you like a, I said, so you spend a lot of time. It sounds, I mean, are you alone majority of the time? Do you have a lot of friends or to kind of, you know, um, keep that ba- Yeah, no, I, I hang out. Well, well, I moved back to my mom's house, but before I did, I did hang out with friends more, but now I moved back to my mom's like, I think it was like two months ago I moved back. So 
I don't actually hang out with people that much anymore right. because I'm like in the in the hills and stuff. Right. Uh, so now it's like less. So now, um, like I said, I don't hang out with people that often anymore. But when I was in two months ago, when I was in Los Angeles, I would hang out with people more. Now it's kind of like a bar, so you know uh, it's harder to hang out with people like friends and stuff. Right. Right understand well if somebody wanted to reach you or maybe actually get in contact with you and um i i, I read that you is that be pregnant now still up or yeah be pregnant now.com is, is my website okay. obviously it lists all my social media um it also has a lot of recommendations for how just even if you're just looking to get pregnant in general like i'm i want to help people so they don't have to spend money right. so go to my website i have supplements on what you should be taking, her uh -huh. supplements, what male and female should be taking, like if you have low sperm count, and I also have advice for anyone that's struggling to get pregnant. Go to my website before going to Fertility Doctor. Don't spend a lot of money. Um, and then I also have, obviously, my social medias. You can call, my biggest one is my Facebook. If you really want to get contact me right away, you can contact me on my Facebook, Kyle Gordy, K-Y-L-E, space G-O-R-D-Y. I'm actually wearing a beanie on it. Um, you can also contact me on my Twitter. You can also contact me on Instagram and Twitter. And then uh, I also have a YouTube. They're all Kyle Gordy. I think my Instagram is like KyleGordy123. Um, and you can also email me at gooddonor. 101 at yahoo.com and obviously if anyone is interested in using me um i'm glad to talk to you just contact me on any of those and we can arrange a donation or a potential donation um so and if they're in vegas or anywhere like i said i can travel anywhere in the world so if you know they they want to discuss chat me going to them we could always work it out so it doesn't really matter where right. they live uh-huh I definitely understand. Well, it's always been a pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me and your story. No problem. And, I loved it. Oh, I definitely, it's always a pleasure. One more thing. I just, I like to end it on a good note. If you can have maybe one insight that anybody listening to this and if it's maybe one thing that you would like to stick out and they might not understand or they might have their opinions what is the last thing that you want people to kind of understand who you are and your phrase or just a thought yeah you know yeah definitely so i think that for people listening i think that you know obviously don't judge someone before you know don't preemptively judge someone or judge me because families aren't the same what they used to be years ago you know obviously modern families are different today like we have lesbian families transgender families and i'm just help, trying to help people out have families without spending that money and so like i said we do all the proper screening the std tests for me and everything and i'm not really a bad guy like i said i'm happy to talk to anyone if anyone has any concerns they're more than welcome to reach out to me and i'll talk to them and pretty much um that's pretty much it i mean i'll just you know if anyone has concerns they can contact me if they feel like they they need more insight they can personally contact me right well there you have it carol gordy i definitely appreciate your time and it's been a pleasure thank you thank you for having me all right thank you so much well 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 with that being said Always a classic one, always interesting here. I try to keep it a little bit different than everybody else. And I hope you definitely enjoy what you heard. Always and always appreciate all the listenership. 
And thank you, Linda and Music Mike, for putting everything together as usual. I couldn't do it without you. I couldn't do it. Well, my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar. And again, you're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. We don't sugarcoat anything. Closing and time. you know those two Open words. Doors and let you I'm gone. Out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time. One last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know who want to take me home. I know who want to take me home. to be blunt absolutely we don't sugarcoat shit listen Listen monday through friday 9 a.m to 12 noon pacific standard time you'll hear things you've never heard before renegade talk radio 